Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Pretty Boy Podcast here. I'm your host, Pretty Boy Chris, and this podcast is brought to you by the Rage Game Network Podcast and Rage Game Network Podcast crew. Welcome back, everyone, to the Pretty Boy Podcast. I'm your host, Pretty Boy Chris, <clears throat> and uh, it's been a great time here so far. Um, you guys have been really awesome. Uh, you've been reaching out to us, letting us know what's going on. So please keep up the good work. Keep up the good work in letting us know how we're doing here at Rage Game Network and also myself here for Pretty Boy Podcast. So we love hearing from our, our community members. But we're going to get into it today. <coughs> uh, this episode, we're going to talk about Google Stadia is going to be finally getting shut down. The up and down finasco of that project. Um, it's time to shut the program down. So we'll talk about when it's going to be shut down. Uh, if you do have one, you know, what you can do to get a refund. Uh, we're going to also talk about uh, one of the games from Ubisoft, Skull and Bones. It has been delayed. This is probably the fifth time that this game has been delayed in the past uh, at least five or six years that I can think about. <clears throat> so we'll talk a little bit about why it's being delayed. We're then going to go on break. And when we come back from the break... We're going to talk about six free games that you can stream right now if you have uh, Prime Gaming Channel. So if you're a Prime member from Amazon, you have free membership to Prime Gaming Channel. So I'll talk about what those games are uh, that you can play. And then we're going to end the game. Not the game. (laughs) What a crazy day. Uh, We're going to end the podcast here today with Pretty Boy's Game of the Week. So I'll explain what that game is, why I picked it, and... Yeah, we'll go from there. Like I've talked about in the uh, past here, I'm going to be pre-recording a couple episodes, so I am looking at every couple days recording like an episode or two um, to give you guys a little bit of a push going forward here uh, while I'm on vacation and while Rage Game Network is working on uh, moving our equipment to our new studio, which is going to take a little bit of time. We're working on some uh, closing, I guess, costs and things for the new area so bear with us a little bit while we uh while we're dealing with that all right so first topic today let's get right into it first topic today like we talked about it's the google stadia that's going to be shut shutting down operations um the official date that we were given uh the article is going to be in the show notes so if you would like to look at it and get a better understanding Check below in my show notes. You're going to see all the information where I have obtained um, through the articles that we have here. Based on the article that I was seeing, January 18th, 2023 is the current set date that Google Stadia will be shut down and that the online servers for Google Stadia will end. So any anything after that date, your Google Stadia is not going to work. Your online service isn't going to work. Not literally, nothing is going to work. So your hardware, all that stuff, it ain't, it's not going to be functioning on that date. And after that date, <clears throat> coming that comes right from Google. Uh, they've been having some problems getting enough traction with the program uh, for Google Stadia. I know they shut down earlier in the year. I want to say or last year, they shut down a lot of the first uh, develop per. Uh, Studios that they had that were linked up with them because of everything going on. Um, short-lived. Only, what, a couple years, I think? 2020, I think it came out. And um, 
All I can say is the concept behind Google Stadia, the whole idea that you're now going to be able to stream your games from anywhere was a great concept. I absolutely love it. I think it's a fantastic idea. You could hook up your, I believe this is the one where you could hook up your controller, Google Stadia, right to your phone and play, your TV and play, and other media devices that you have. Well, unfortunately, Google's, Google's fallen on hard times and didn't really get the, uh, the people that they wanted to buy into this program, into this console, and into buying all these programs. So they are shutting down, like I said, January 18th, 2023. If you happen to have one and you're listening to this podcast or Rage Game Network podcast, and spread this out to your friends if you do have that. They are shutting it down, like I said. Um, you, like I mentioned, you're not going to have any access to any of your games, any of the programs, or any materials that are in the Stadia store. So pretty much right now till the end of the year, I mean, till January 18, 2023, you're not going to be able to make any purchases from the store uh, going forward. So they actually have gone in there and disabled purchasing any kind of items now but let me tell you right now google is willing and is going to give you a refund through the stadia store so if you bought the actual google stadia device uh, any games or programs that you bought through google stadia through the google stadia store you can get a refund Um, my suggestion is go to the store check that out see what they're willing to do for you um, from what I could tell, there's a lot of things that they're going to be refunding. The only thing when I read the article that they're not going to refund, it looked like some of the, the pro, uh, I think it was the pro subscription. They're not going to refund that portion, but everything else they're going to be refunding. So like I said, if you do have a Google Stadia, my suggestion is get on there, go to Google Stadia store. See what's going on with it. See how you can get a refund for everything that you bought because it's a defunct program now. Console, you name it. And I guess we'll go from there. I've seen a couple articles. I'm not really going to be talking about it in this podcast. Maybe episode, I should say. In some of the episodes going forward, I might talk about which uh, companies and which developers are willing to kind of bring... um, anything that you bought from Google Stadia into their platform, whether it be a PC, whether it be Xbox, PlayStation, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so keep listening to the uh, Pretty Boy Podcast and even Rage Game Network Podcast. I'm pretty sure at some point we'll talk about some of the stuff in there. Um, all I'm going to say is just keep listening up. We'll give you a heads up. Uh, but there are companies that are willing to transfer your Google Stadia games um, and the program's um, into like a PC <clears throat> platform, PlayStation, Xbox. Um, I just haven't gone vetted th- those articles yet. So keep that in mind. If you do have a Google Stadia, you might be able to get a refund and keep your games. Just be using it on a different platform. All right, that's all I got for that topic for today. We're going to go to the next topic. And the next topic we got here is going to be the uh, Ubisoft's Skull and Bones game being delayed again this has been an ongoing saga of delays for ubisoft for this project this project uh, let me look up the article real quick but i want to say this article this uh 
I want to say they first came out with the information in this game out in 2018 time frame. Let me just see real quick here. All right, this article doesn't say, but I did look at another one. Sometime in 2018, they released actually the the announcement that they were making this game. And ever since then, I think the the planned release date was going to be later in 2019. They've come up with so many delays. Uh, last I checked, this is the fifth delay in the program. But they're looking at now the project w- was supposed to be released uh, November 8th, 2022. So this year, this fall, actually, what, another month or so it was supposed to be released? Well, a couple days ago, Ubisoft released that they're not going to make their release date. They're going to delay it. They're going to push it back to, I believe, March 9th, 2023. So the, I guess the reason why, when you read the article, it actually explains that the the game developers kind of mentioned that they were going to delay the game to give it more of a polish uh, look to the game and balance some of the game mechanics out a little bit more. There's also a little portion that goes into a quote and it talks about why they're doing what they're doing uh, for the developer in the studio. Uh, just looking at that article, one of the big, thing, big things I looked at was they were stating that the team was burnt out. Uh, they were talking about how one of the last test plays that they did, they were actually really happy with the gameplay and how it had been refined to what they wanted it to be. But the big issue that they were talking about was progression. So apparently the game didn't have a ton of progression. It was very shallow, according to their words. And they wanted to work, uh, do some more work in that area. So that's why they delayed it, what, uh, five months, six months almost. But I can tell you right now, um, back in July, there was a showcase Ubisoft um, released online. I did put in the show notes the website to the Skull and Bones game. Uh, so check in the show notes uh, right below you. I believe it's, yes, it's under topic number two. So I got the article there from Game Informer. And then I also have the main Skull and Bone game page. There is a a video there of a, the YouTube video um, of the gameplay trailer. I'll tell you right now, it, it, it looks really good. A um, little hesitant to want to play it. I just... For me personally, um, I'm just a little kind of like, eh, maybe like it's it's intriguing. It's very interesting to me. Absolutely. But I just, I don't know. I just, I haven't really made my final decision on that game. I, I just think that there's a lot more investigative work I need to do and a lot more understanding of the game. I just don't feel right now comfortable saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to totally play this game. No, not yet. To me, it does give kind of a Sea of Thieves um, vibe and feeling to it. This one definitely, Skull and Bones, is a more mature um, game than Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves is very cartoonish. I think Rare developed that game, and I know that's a first-party platform for Microsoft. I do have it, actually. I do have that on my PC. I played a little bit of Sea of Thieves. It's good. Um, I do like it. I didn't play. A, I only played it like first thirty minutes of the game. 
I just haven't been able to get back into it. I know Connor has played the game. Um, he really enjoys it and likes it. Here's some pros and cons he's talked about in the podcast before. Um, so maybe we'll talk about it another day. But yeah, no, I think that it, the delay sucks. Um, I think that it's smart, though, in the end that the studio go, you know what? Let's take the delay. Let's let's keep backing this up and polishing our what we want to do. And the reason why behind that is we want to make sure we're giving the highest quality product to our customers, the gamers, right? We've had this talk a long time ago now about developers, game companies versus the players and what we want to see. Um, I just think on the player side of this, I, I think the way that some of the games lately have been coming, where the games are like rushed out to give to gamers and then they have to fix the games because they're all buggy and they don't work properly. Anthem is a good one. Cyberpunk 2077 was riddled with bugs when it came out. So I think this is a smart choice on Ubisoft's um, plate right now is, you know what, if we're not... If we don't feel 100% ready to release this product, then you need to let it kind of ferment a little bit. Um, you want to let this build this up a little bit more, make it a little bit better. With Like what this article says here, if, they're, if they think that the progression is pretty shallow, it must mean that, you know, someone like myself, I like to complete the game. I like to play the storyline. It must be not the best storyline right now, or there's not a lot of content to do going around is probably the repetitive nature of just like go to this place go to that place loot this get that that they're kind of like you know what we need to relook at that and i 100 percent agree i don't want to play a crappy game honestly you know this sounds like it would have been a crappy game upon release in another month uh, from when this podcast comes out but they really need to really think about this they want to redesign this i 100 percent agree with them redesign it do what you got to do make it easy um, make it so that it's the product that you want to give to your customers, the gamers, and then us as gamers, we expect that the game's going to be 100% done so we can do what we need to do. And, and Ubisoft actually, depending on the game franchise, has started to slowly learn, like, yeah, we need to develop those games <clears throat> a lot better and release them. And when we release them, they need to be done. We don't need to be releasing parts of the game and then fixing the bugs and dealing with all this stuff. So I think... Ubisoft is do, uh, doing a more fantastic job than other companies in the gaming world. So I, I, I believe in them. I think they should do what they need to do. All right. So that's going to be this first part of the Pretty Boy Podcast. Um, we're going to go on a quick break here. And yeah, we'll kind of catch you back on the flip side, guys. All right. See you. All right. Welcome back to the podcast. After that little break from Rage Game Network there. Uh Great times that we're having here. So, while you guys were listening to that commercial, just went back here, took a look. So, our third topic today that we're going to talk about is six free games that you can right now stream um, on Prime Gaming Channel. So, this is something I kind of found out, and I did not know this until recently. But if you have uh, a Prime um, <clears throat> excuse me, a Prime membership. So if you are a Prime member, you have for free 
Prime Gaming channel. Um, I put the link down below in the show notes under topic three. So if you want to check that out and see what the heck is Prime Gaming channel all about, click on it, especially if you have uh, Amazon Prime, and it will tell you that you're subscribed, and it'll show you some of the things that you can see, uh, the games you can play. Kind of like with the Stadia, it's a streaming uh, gaming channel uh, that you can play with friends and, and others in the communities. I could tell a lot of AAA titles and, and, and other titles that are out there by third-party developers <clears throat> looks good. Um, I'm gonna definitely have to investigate a little bit more on this because I didn't think we could do that. I didn't know that that was there as an option. There's so many options nowadays. You know, Epic Store, and you can play games there free or pay. You know, I focus a lot on Steam. It's a lot easier for myself and the Rage Game Rage Game Network crew to play games there. Um, you know, we can download them, put them in our computers. We can play, no problem. This is a good one for gaming and PC, uh, Prime Gaming Channel. So take a look at that when you get a second. But like I said, we're going to look at the six games that right now you can get for free and you can stream on Prime Gaming Channel. The six games that we have here, I'm going to talk about two, two of the bigger ones and then the rest of them will kind of just talk about what the other ones are. Um, <clears throat> I didn't know this. This program's going really strong. Um, so they added... They're all free, like I said. Um, you can stream on a PC, a Mac, mobile, or any other compatible Amazon Fire device. Okay. That I didn't know. That's actually really cool. So if you got a PC, you got a Mac, or on your mobile device, if you have um, Prime Chain Gaming Channel, you can play games there. You can also, if you have any uh, Amazon Fire devices, you can um, use that also. So let me go through real quick. Let me talk about which games are here. Um, there's a few that we'll talk about a little bit. The other ones I'm not really too worried. But you have... Skatebird is one of them. Earthworm Jim 2, which I believe is an older game. I do recall that one. Star Wars Pinball. Monster Truck Championship. Blair Witch. And Metro... Exodus. Uh, so those are the six games right now that you can play for free on Prime Gaming Channel. So if, like I mentioned, if you have an Pro Amazon Prime account, you automatically are subscribed to this, and you can play this. Something I did not know, and I want to bring that out to you guys as an option. That you know, if, if you're not sure which game, uh, which platform you want to play, let's say you're a first-time PC player, and like we talked about um, in other podcast episodes. <clears throat> you could have your own PC, not a gaming PC like myself. I have a gaming PC. So you just have a laptop. You've been in college, and it works well for you. You do your homework. You do all the stuff, and you just want to stream a game every once in a while on it. You know, this, this would be a great opportunity where you can just stream the game. It's not going to take up a lot of room or data on your computer, and you can play it. It's perfect. So uh, let's see. We'll talk about two today that are on here so we got metro exodus um might be the most enticing game of the bunch that are as part of this and i know this is a very uh, a popular game uh around the gaming community uh it's a it's uh offering a horrific post-apocalyptic world to explore uh, you play as archerman 
a survivor that's seeking refuge in the tunnels below Moscow before heading out to find greener pastures and start anew. Um, there was a, it looks like GameSpot did a, uh, where the article I pulled did a review on it. Uh, they basically said in here it's challenging combat, combat, thrilling, and that it's endearing characters help bring the haunting world to life. So I feel very happy to see that this is a pretty good game. And from what I've heard about this one, I've heard pretty good things about it. I think the lowest I saw was maybe an 8 out of 10 rating. Um, it just came out what, in the last few years. Um Last few years and looks really, it looks thrilling. It, it looks amazing. Um, it's always piqued my interest, but I've never really played it, especially if you like the post apocalyptic world of something happened, a virus happened, and there's zombies or something. I don't recall there being any zombies in this game that I'm aware of. I know this is based off some books that were written. So uh, that's a little source material where this stuff comes from. But yeah, that's a really good game, I would mention. You know, if you want to get that for free on Amazon Prime and pull, uh, and play that, absolutely, I would say definitely do that if you got the opportunity. So the second one we're going to talk today, uh, if you're looking for something a little bit lighter, you can always enjoy Skatebird uh, this month. So it's a quirky little indie uh, game that has you zipping around as a bird on a skateboard, racking up points and stirring, stringing together combos and completing a variety of challenges at each stage. Um, definitely reminds me, <coughs> and I'm old school, the Tony Hawk games, um, that we used to play back on the PS2. Um, so this must be a little bit fun, more, uh, lighthearted game per se. But I, I mean, just remembering the Tony Hawk games, you know, you do, you go around as Tony Hawk or different players, characters, and you go through and go through the half pipe and, and all the other obstacles. And the more combos you do, the more, um, points you get. Uh, the more things you can collect too, you can get items in the game and little uh, secret uh, cuts, scenes, and, and other kind of cool items that you can get to customize your player and the um, skateboard. So yeah, especially if it's anything close to Tony Hawk, skateboard sounds like it'd be kind of cool game to play. So that might be one to have to check out and uh, let you guys know about that one. That that would be that would be an interesting one. So, yeah, from this article, the other ones aren't really mentioned a ton, but they just want to tell you that, listen, you can also go on there, and like we talked about, Earthworm Jim 2 is on there. There's a nightmare-inducing Blair Witch game, Monster Truck Championship. I imagine that's a racing game with monster trucks. And then there's also a Star Wars pinball um, game. So, yeah, some little fun stuff that you can do. They're free. You can stream them anywhere. Uh, if you ever have a some time and you're a Prime member, check it out. Check out the Prime Gaming Channel. Uh, it's free. You can go in there, stream the games, play it on your mobile device, PC, Mac, any of your, the Amazon Fire Stick products that they have. That's a that's a great deal right there. And that's something like myself. I I don't use um, all of my Prime, I guess benefits because it's expensive. It's like hundred something bucks just for the Prime membership. But a year, but I do watch a lot of Prime videos. Um, I do buy a lot for work and personal reasons on Prime, so gaming would be not that bad to look at. All right, let's see here. What I would say, wow, we went through that real quick. So 
while we're on the topic of Prime a little bit, I I just want to mention that, yes, this is not video games, um, and I kind of want to divert just so we can make this a little bit longer of an episode. Let me know on Discord, Rage Game Network Discord, what you think about this one show that I've been seeing. And there's obviously... Uh, there have been video games in this world, uh, obviously, and I can tell you a few that I'm aware of, off the top of my head. But I've been picking. I just I've uh, been watching. Um, some Amazon just put out the. I know there's a couple episodes left for the first season, but it's uh, it's Lord of the Rings, and I'm trying to remember the name, the Rings of Power. <clears throat> Uh, I've watched the first six episodes now. I wanted to talk a little bit about it. Personally, I really do enjoy that. I really like that game. It, I mean, uh, not game. <clears throat> TV show. Uh, the f- Let me forewarn you. Those of you who are like, oh, I gotta go watch this. I will say the first two episodes are very slow. And I mean very, very slow. So I'm gonna forewarn you right now. If you're going to watch this show, once you get past the first two episodes, because it builds the lo- the lore, the world. Um, those of you who know the Peter Jackson films, that's about in this world that Amazon's building. The Peter Jackson films, we'll just say, are thousands of years in the future. This takes place thousands of years before we ever see Frodo Baggins and... The Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, go on their quest if you're a huge Lord of the Rings fan. So this this starts off, and I haven't figured out which where in the timeline this starts exactly, but this starts what's called in the Second Age. The Second Age is the time between when Morgoth was defeated in the First Age, and basically right before the Third Age, before Sauron comes to power. Um, you do see Sauron in the beginning kind of let you know like hey yeah he does exist um some of the characters that are here yes you're gonna see elves you're gonna see dwarves you're gonna see humans um you're gonna see one new thing that hasn't been used is Numenor Numenorians Numenor um those don't really know a lot and I don't expect they didn't really mention much in the Peter Jackson films but Numenor is an island kingdom in the middle of uh the sea uh, they are, I believe, an ancestors of human and some of elves. So they actually live longer than uh, humans. They live about 200 years, approximately. So, like I said, humans live about 100, maybe, in Tolkien's world. Um, Numenorians live about 200, a little bit more enhanced. Um, but l- l- all I've got to say, after the first two episodes, I would say, episode three, four, five, six picks up and quick <coughs> um this last episode episode six that i just watched pretty much all action the whole time for one hour amazing the fight choreograph the scenes are awesome um you get to really know who these characters are what their motivations are and which way to go with it so just want to give a quick little non-spoiler review there since we uh these episodes are going to be a little bit shorter because I didn't put a ton of topics in here. 
Um, but I wanted to talk about that real quick because I really think that's a great show. Uh, they spent a ton of money. I mean, it's a movie quality production too, so it looks beautiful. So if you are interested in watching Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, uh, you do need to have a Amazon Prime membership. Um, if you do have that, go into, I think it's uh, Prime Video um, app <coughs> on your TV, your mobile device, wherever you watch um, television shows and movies. Check it out. It's in there. Uh, it's usually one of the first things that pop up. As of this recording, there's six episodes. Watch episodes one through six. Like I mentioned, it gets it's slow to start. So do not feel that, you know, you're like, oh, man, this is going to take forever. I'm never going to get there. Is this whole show like this? No. After episode two, even episode two, it's not bad. It get, picks up a little bit more. But after episode two, it, it goes a lot better. Uh, there's more action. There's more um, world building and developing that happens. So go check it out. Um, I think you're going to like it. All right. Now we're going to continue on. We're going to go to uh, Pretty Boy's Game of the Week. So I went on Steam, took a look around, did some digging. This one I actually really liked. Um, it gave me kind of the vibe of a Dungeons & Dragons video game um, that I've played Neverwinter kind of feel to it. Um, and some other games that have been licensed and, and put together by uh, studios that work with uh, Dungeons & Dragons, Wizards of the West Wizards of the West Coast. So, today's game of the week that we are going to be going over is... Let me get a drum roll here. Guilds Wars 2. Guilds Wars 2. That is the game of the week. If you are interested, like I said, check down in the show notes below. You will get a... Two links. One's going to go to their actual store. The other one's going to go to the Steam store. Uh, so where you can check the game out. Uh, this one I picked because I'm going to tell you guys right now. This game is a free-to-play game. Free. Remember that. Free. F-R-E-E. -E. Free. I don't mention a lot of free games. But this is a free game. Game, this game came out August 23rd of 2022, so not even two months ago now. I'll tell you right now, it had very positive reviews. You're looking at, uh, since today, we're looking at it, over 3,800 very positive reviews, which is really good for a game that just came out not that long ago. Um, we'll go through. I'm going to read you a little description here. All right. So... It says, Guild Wars 2 is an award-winning online role-playing game with fast-paced action combat, deep character customization, and no subscription fee required. I like this already. You don't have to buy anything to keep going with the game. Uh, choose from an arsenal of professions and weapons, explore a vast open world, compete in PvP modes, and more. Join over 16 million players now. So this is right from the Steam that I pulled this up. Like I said, very positive reviews. Um, the, the, two, the two companies I want to talk real quick. 
The developer of the company uh, of this game is Arianet. The company that published the game is NCSoft. Just kind of get you guys an idea what that's all about. Like I said, it's a free-to-play game. Go on to Steam. You can just literally play the game right from there. You can also, I was just looking, you can buy the complete collection of Guild Wars 2 uh, for just under 100 bucks. It comes with three items. You're going to get, it looks like, two exp- I think three expansions it looks like. Um, it looks like you're going to get one called Hearts of Thrones, Path of the Fire, and End of Dragons. Um, I don't know too much about those, but that's not a bad idea. You pay, basically, you're paying 100 bucks for all the expansion to play the game. But if you don't want to, you can play for free. You just play probably the main area up to like level 20 or something, I would imagine. But yeah, we'll take a look here real quick. Um, reviews are quick that I've got from companies. IGN rated it a 9 out of 10. Uh, IGN rated it a 9 out of 10. They say that one of the most exhaustive, detailed, and rewarding MMO in existence. Um, GameSpot happened to mention 90 out of 100. Uh, they said that the game uh, is best, the best online role-playing game in years that have come out. And then Game Informer also made a note in here for the critics mentioned that it's the best MMO I've played in years. <clears throat> so that's a really good, I mean, this is really good to hear this. Uh, like I said, just came out not even a month and a half now. Almost a month and a half now. So to hear this from the the uh, from these big companies, the critics, and just looking at some of the reviews, I mean, the reviews are really good uh, across the board here. I highly recommend that you check it out, I guess, and see how that plays. I mean, we'll just real quick, real quick look at some reviews that we got here. Um... <clears throat> Some more recent po posts, one of the guys said, hashtag worth. Uh, another one said, it's an old game, yes, but it needs uh, graphical improvements. Yes, please. The pixels are killing the game for me. But it says positive, so I don't know why saying that. But it says, in all, it's a good game um, to sink your time and money into. You get what you pay f uh, for it out of it. Um, so looks really Sounds like they're enjoying it. One of the uh, reviews I see right here, it says, this is the best MMO RPG that I have so far played. Uh, it makes it may be an older game, uh, but I seriously recommend giving it a go. Yeah, so, I mean, just hearing from you guys, uh, what do you guys think about um, Guild Wars 2? You know, if you play it, why don't you uh, reach out to us? Let us know what you think, and... Uh, Talk to the community about this because that's a that would be a great game to play maybe with one another. <clears throat> so I think it's the time we're gonna uh, get close to ending the podcast. So before we do that, I'll tell you a couple things. Down below, you're gonna see the links to uh, Rage Game Network's information and my information, Pretty Boy Chris. But what I want you to do. I want to go to, I want you to go to www.ragegamenetwork.com. Go there. You can check out our social media pages that are there. So we have Facebook, Instagram, Discord, YouTube, and some other platforms we have on there. We also have um, 
I mean, you're listening to the podcast. I don't know where you're listening to it. Most people listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you're listening to a platform that isn't those, you can always go to the website. You can actually click on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if that's something that you tend to like to listen to us on, check us there. You know, when you get there, rate the podcast. You know, give it a a five stars, as I say. Because we, we do a look into it. It does give us that opportunity to develop and grow ourselves. And we want to hear back from you guys. So in the show notes below, you will have RGN's Facebook um, link, Instagram link, Discord link, YouTube link, um, <clears throat> and also RageGameNetwork.com link down below. Uh, if you, I highly recommend um, if you would like a t-shirt, a mug, a flag, a backpack, or anything in our merchandise store, we do have a merchandise store for Rage Game Network. Go to the website, www.RageGameNetwork.com. Click on the merchandise store, and you'll be able to go in there and check it out. And to my knowledge, there still is the 15% off in the store. You'd have to listen to Paranormal Almanac's 200th episode. He gives you a code, you put the code in, and guess what? You get 15% off. It's only going to be probably for another week, maybe, at this point. So I highly recommend if you want 15% off, go check out Paranormal Almanac and get that code. So if you want to check uh, check my stuff out, Pretty Boy Chris, uh, I got social medias. I got a Facebook page. I got a Discord. I got a Twitch and a YouTube. I'm debating on, I'd like to get back to streaming. It's taking a little bit longer than I really want to, to do that. So haven't decided if I'm going to do Twitch or YouTube yet, but um, those are the sites that are down there. If you want to reach out to me personally about something, uh, I put my email down below. Uh, it's called. It's going to be blah blah zero two six seven at gmail.com. Uh, if you go there, email me. Anything you want to see improvement on the show, anything you want to see done in Rage Game Network, let me know. Um, we're more than willing to take care of it. If you want to email. Uh, RGN, you can email us. I don't have it in the show notes. Maybe I'll put it in the next one coming up. Um, it's going to be ragers at ragegamenetwork.com. Ragers at ragegamenetwork.com. You can always email us. We always want to hear back from our community members and everyone here and, and really get um, good understanding of what you want to have done on the, the podcast. All right. I know I'm I'm kind of tired. Uh, I got to record a few more episodes for you guys. So, um, I guess we'll see you next time. Hashtag raging out.